To the Real Mama Pod. I'm your host, Devin. And I'm your host, Kendra. We are real moms. Sharing real experiences. The, the things people, people don't tell you. Hey, Mama. Hey. Hey, Mama. Hey. How are you, friend? If this is your first time listening, I'm your host, Devin. And I'm your host, Kendra. Welcome to the Real Mama Welcome Pod. Welcome to the Real Mama Pod. Yes. Uh, we have a guest today, and I'm excited. <laughs> Hi, Carmen. How are you? I'm doing well. <laughs> are you so, maintaining too? Carmen. Yes, big time with maintaining, yes. (laughs) So Carmen's a rattler. We met Carmen at FAMU eons ago, but we're not going to give you a year because that would age us, right? (laughs) And we just talked about how we're trying to remain youthful and get rid of these gray hairs and all this stuff. So we won't give you the years, but just know she's a rattler. We went to school with her and we are active with each other on social media we haven't seen each other in years but you know with social media it kind of helps you feel like you know what's going on in people's lives so we thought it'd be great to have carmen on because she does have a daughter who is deaf um, and she's going to educate us on that and her journey and how that's going for her her family and um just kind of catch up with us as well so welcome to the show Carmen. Welcome, Carmen. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having yeah. me. Why do I say thanks for having us? Girl, I'm losing my mind. Maintaining type of day. Maybe I'm maintaining too. Maybe I'm maintaining too. So, Carmen, can you uh, briefly tell us about your journey to mamahood? It originally started, I was stepmom before I was actual mom. Mm-hmm. So, I was stepmom for a couple of years until I had my first daughter. Um, who's now six. Um, and then two years later, I had my my second daughter, who's now four. Um, so that's how I became a mom. <laughs> <laughs> so you were introduced so, so, to being a mama at, as a, a stepmother. Yes. Totally right. different perspective. It's totally two different things. Mom yeah. is mom. It's becoming stepmom first, stepmom was a different seeing motherhood from a different light mm-hmm. um, and then coming and actually having a child is like so different a lot of responsibility a lot of burden i feel um mm-hmm. but it's a joy mm-hmm. yeah how old was your stepdaughter when you were i guess whenever you became a stepmama so she was four four going mm-hmm. five wow okay so do you feel like that prepared you for motherhood it did. Um, I think so. But I, in my mind, and people who have known me for like such a long time, they're just like, motherhood is for you, girl. So I always, <laughs> in my mind, I always was a mom. And I have a younger brother who's 10 years younger. So okay. I, it's like my baby. Mm-hmm. So when, when she came into the picture, I was like, I don't know what to do. Right. I don't know what to do. So, um, but yeah, she, she did, especially when it came to education, as far as because mm-hmm. she was going to start school. And me seeing that, and I love education. So children mm-hmm. education. So it yeah, it gave me a real eye opener to how to do this thing for real. Oh, I love that. Love that. All right. 
So Devin mentioned, Carmen, that your your youngest daughter um, is deaf. How did you all discover that she was deaf? And did the doctors give you any information on what caused her to be deaf? Like, how was that? How were you all introduced to um, her, I guess, diagnosis? Well, um, you know, when we're in the hospital, they do that hearing test. Mm-hmm. My daughter was born about a month early. So I had her at 36 weeks and she was, they were doing the test, but she wasn't passing the test, but they're just like, oh, it just could be fluid because, you know, she did come a little early mm-hmm. um, and they kept testing her. They tested her one more time. They discharged me and they're like, oh, well, you're going to have to come back and do another test. And about maybe after the third test, they were, they were like, yeah, you need to go to an audiologist and see what well, to get a more in-depth test. And. It wasn't really until about, mind you, when I had her and she failed in my head, I was really like, okay, we got to, we got to do something. But mm-hmm. when I, it wasn't until she was really six months and they're just like, you know what? This is not fluids. This is something a little bit more. Um, and when around that time is when, you know, they're just like, okay, well, you need to go see uh, another audiologist, you need to go see ENT, you need to go see all these different things. So I knew when she didn't pass the first time um, what the situation was. And eventually you do genetic testing, um, but it really didn't tell us anything. It kind of just gave us more things that have to do with nothing about hearing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to see that. Thanks. Um, but it didn't really give us anything. And we don't, as far as we know, we don't have any uh deaf family members so for us is our this is the first you know so. okay and so before we get further into q a i know we talked about the proper terms to identify a person who's deaf or hard of hearing or some people may say hearing impaired can you educate us on that yeah so from what i've learned well in hearing you have different types of hearing Mm-hmm. My daughter has severe profound hearing. So you have mild, moderate, severe profound. So you can be in the middle. You could be spot on into one. Um, because it's so far off, hers is towards the end, like severe profound. Like if she does not have her, at, uh, her device, she can't hear me. So she is mm-hmm. deaf. She cannot hear. Like maybe she hear like a jet passing by. Mm-hmm. Mild is like maybe you have to speak up a little bit louder and somebody can hear you. Um, so people normally identify differently. They mm-hmm. identify how they feel. For my daughter, she's deaf until she tells me that she's, she wants to do something, says something different. But hard of hearing is usually for people who, who maybe have hearing aids and they are just, it's a little bit harder for them to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, deaf people usually either have cochlear implants or they don't wear any devices. Uh, mm-hmm. Some people choose not to wear anything and um, being like having a uh, hearing impaired. Some people use it. Some people don't. Some people don't mm-hmm. like it because they feel that um, nothing's broken. Even though right. they can't hear, they don't feel like their hearing is broken. Mm-hmm. They just communicate whether it's sign or lip reading or something like that. So it depends on who you talk to, uh, but it's good to know what it is because there are people who don't consider themselves deaf. They're like, mm-hmm. I'm not deaf at all. I'm hearing just fine. Right. And mm-hmm. they have implants. So it just really just depends. But it's good to know. 
the the terms. That was good. Thank you for that. Thanks for sharing that, Carmen. Yeah. So, Carmen, how did or when you and your your husband found out that your daughter was um was deaf, like how how did that make you all feel? Um, particularly you as as a mama, like how how did that make you feel? Well, we were we were sad because first of all, when I when I had my daughter, I'm like, did I do did I do something wrong to my mm-hmm. Like, I'm trying to go back. I'm like, there must have been a time that maybe I don't know. I took a Tylenol when I was supposed to. I was thinking back to all those times, like how. And then she came such a month early, and I'm like, I'm just like, what did I do wrong mm-hmm. uh, to make all these things happen? And now I don't think like that, but um, we were very sad because we didn't know what the future held. Um, my girl can't hear. And if she doesn't have her device, like mm-hmm. she's walking and she's paying attention to everything but what she needs to pay attention to. So it's very difficult because you need that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we take I take advantage of it because I can, you know, but she's just like care. She's very carefree. But there's things going on around her that she doesn't see. So so it's, it was to us, it, to me, it was sad. Um, mm-hmm. There was one time where I was in the kitchen and I had this glass jar where the rice is. And it fell, and she was like on her bouncy sleeping. It fell, cracked, broke everything. She was still sleeping. Like, mm-hmm. like nothing happened. And I'm just like, man, this girl really can't hear. Um, so it it was sad for maybe like the first couple months, but I got over it. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, sad. Now let's. What can we do to to mm-hmm. bring her up to par? You know, right. what can we do to help? Yeah. Okay, that's good. So as far as family um, and culturally and, you know, your family being supportive of you or not supportive of you, how have they shown up or not shown up for you? Um, um, they, they love my daughter. They mm-hmm. love her to death. Um, but I feel like um, my as our our family can do better as a whole because my daughter uh even though she's she's very pitchy she's loud she babbles she you know she says a few words here and there mm-hmm. her main language is asl mm-hmm. so a lot of times um because i guess taking on a new language is difficult mm-hmm. especially with older people in uh, our families um they're just like they'll just learn certain things or they'll say hey carmen how do you sign this or how do you sign that Instead of going and saying, you know what, let me take this class. And mind you, I tell them, I'm like, there's mm-hmm. a class here, there's right. a YouTube channel here, there's a this, there's a that, that you can be, that you can use. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a little bit difficult um, because they'll talk to her. She has an implant, but they're just like, oh, I was trying to talk to her and she didn't understand. Most of the times, if you sign it, she'll understand it better mm-hmm. than what you're telling her. Um so we use sign and talk at the same time. So we communicate um, with that. So it, it's it's some family, they sign, but they sign like baby signs. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you guys have to learn more because mm-hmm. she's at school and she's picking up 100 signs and 200 signs and you guys can't communicate with her that well. Um, mm-hmm. Or they, rely, they depend a lot on me to do it. So it's a thing that we're still kind of working on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Pray for us. That was good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it, it sounds like it's a a big it's a transition, right? For 
um, not only your extended family, but even within your household, like your, uh, you've mentioned that you have a stepdaughter that's older and you mm -hmm. also have a six-year-old daughter. Uh, and I guess that leads to the question of how do they communicate with your, your four-year-old? Like, did they go through classes of learning ASL or were there certain, I guess, things that you all had to put in place for them to um, kind of navigate this new way of communicating with their, their little sister? Um, yeah, it's a little bit like hit or miss because, because of what, well, with my, my six-year-old, um, she learns a lot because most of the time she's there, they don't go to the same school, but if we're going to a speech therapy or mm -hmm. if, like over the summer, the aftercare that my youngest daughter goes to is also camp and it's a, it's a deaf and hard of hearing camp and they mm. take so my six-year-old was able to go. So she's able oh, to cool. pick up on things at, um, while she's there at the camp and things like that. Uh, as far as uh, my oldest, she's not always here. So it's like 50, it's 50, 50 in the week. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a little bit hard when, when they get to a certain age, because it's like, Hey, you can do this. But, but if she doesn't want to do it, she doesn't, you know, sometimes she'll act and say, Hey, you know, how do you sign this? How do you sign that? Um, but it, I think eventually experience and life will teach mm -hmm. us that we need to do a little bit better when it comes to communicating with Anna, my, my youngest daughter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So speaking of sign language, what avenues did you take to educate yourself? How did you learn? Um, I know you talked about your daughters and how they went to camp and, you know, you're encouraging your other oldest daughter to um, learn. What avenues did you and your husband take? Well, the original, I guess this is a thing where the state, you have to tell, the state has to know that your child is deaf or hard of hearing. Okay. Uh, so they, eventually they, people start reaching out, um, different organizations. And so there's like the Florida School of Deaf and Blind and then um there's a parent infant program that they have um and they give you like a asl if you express that you want to learn asl they give you an mm -hmm. asl mentor um uh, okay. to the age of six. Oh wow and, um and then i just started looking through youtube um uh, their um uh, gallaudet university which is a deaf university in dc um uh, they send they have classes for for uh for us, we I took a well, as many classes as I could take. I was taking them. Okay. And now they have like this thing here, um, in Lauderhill that they it's a deaf cafe. So they host it once a month, and it's literally there's interpreters, there's students of of you know, deaf students and students that are learning ASL like in high school or in college, and you go and you just practice. Mm -hmm. You practice and and you. And you mingle with the deaf community and then you start to learn a little bit about, and then it's so small because an interpreter here is somebody, you might see that person on TV because they, the, it, the world, the deaf community is so small. So you just pick up things here and there and then you learn and you get to meet people. And, um, but YouTube has been my biggest thing. Um, and then eventually when she went off to school, they, they have been so, they have been so great to us that. Most of the time, 
they're sending me resources and i'm like i already have these stuff man we're gonna we just so it's it's awesome it's awesome the community so small is it's just you just learn that way it's good that you have a, a solid community and um although your your community is strong and and you all have found these local resources do you have to you find yourself having to advocate um for your daughter because she is deaf in any space yeah um because it 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 comes down to like just normal like communication it like just normal communication like i i'm more aware now when i'm talking to people like looking at them them looking at me or mm -hmm. i'm like sometimes she's saying something and it may not be it might be bi but it's like mm -hmm. i don't know it's kids so i'm like hey she's saying bye to you acknowledge mm -hmm. her. Yeah. like acknowledge her um but i yeah i have to advocate for her just to make sure that she's getting what she needs uh because people ought to because even i'm tr still trying to figure out how her cochlear implants work um just because she has them doesn't mean that automatically she can hear uh they adjust it every couple months and the frequencies and the decibels and this and that is different so she might be able to hear the s sound but that p sound she can't hear so we i have to people just think oh she has them she can hear it doesn't work that way you know you really and so she's depending a lot on lip reading uh she's depending a lot on people signing um so so um so yeah um she's had a pretty good journey i haven't had to really fight anybody about anything but um but i do if i send something i do say hey no we need to we need to you know acknowledge her or talk to her you know she's a person kind of thing mm -hmm. um even though she's poor you know so um for the most part i haven't had anything crazy um it's just the only thing that's different is maybe this i can't put her in any school mm. all right so she when she started preschool when she turned three she went into uh she was supposed to go to preschool so the school is an elementary school but it has a preschool i guess cluster and it's deaf and hard of hearing. So that is like probably like 30 minutes from here. Uh, mm -hmm. I can't take her to my school and I can't take her to a school across the street. So that was probably my biggest issue that I had to deal with because the school is so far, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. So mm -hmm. does she enjoy school? Does she like school? Do they provide transportation for her? What does that look like for y'all? Um, she, she loves school. Mm -hmm. uh, they're great she's had the same teacher for three years Aww. so until she goes to vpk this year so like okay. she, she'll it's, it'll change but um they do provide transportation okay but i can in my heart of heart be like my and when she started she was three mm -hmm. her on a bus and they mind you they pick her up right in front of the house mm -hmm. but it's 30 minutes out and mm -hmm. then you always hear yeah. those stories like uh on the news talking about so-and-so was dropped off at the wrong bus up my daughter can't talk yeah. so imagine so mm -hmm. we drive we mm -hmm. drive um since i my my six-year-old and now uh my 13 year old they're coming to school uh well my six-year-old's coming to school with me but now we we're all going to school and then my husband takes uh my youngest daughter out and then i pick her up but it is 30 minutes mm -hmm. <laughs> each way um but it i mean that's that's what she needs that's what she needs i can't yeah anything for yeah. your baby right yeah yeah that's real 
That's real. So you talked a little bit about, I guess, the dynamics of how you and your husband handle the, the responsibilities of making sure your daughter gets to school that's 30 minutes away and that um, you all, you pick her up. Um, but when you all found out that she was deaf, like how did that affect your relationship, your, your partnership? How, what, what did things look like for you all moving forward? Um, it's, and it's still a little bit difficult because most of the time he's not going to agree to this, but most of the time I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> like going to all the appointments and things like that. So when you're yeah. going to all these appointments and the doctors are like, oh, um, this is what's going on. This is how you approach this. So when mm-hmm. I come back home, like this is what the doctor said to do and how to approach it. Um, and he's like, no. Like even earlier today, we're, we're having her, she was saying uh, break it or trying to say break it because mm-hmm. I had a cookie. And mm-hmm. he was like, don't look at her. Don't look at her and just say it. And I was like, why are you not going to look at her? You need to look at her so she mm-hmm. can see. So we still have these little debates here and there uh, about how to go about certain things. Um, But it's difficult because, especially now, because she's four. And I remember when my six-year-old was four, she Mm -hmm. had a lot to say, a lot to do. And sometimes she's trying to express herself, especially if I'm not here, she's trying to express herself and Mm -hmm. nobody's understanding what she's doing. And she's like full-blown tears. Mm. And I'm just like, she... She and I'm just like she has to be crying about something real in order right. for it to be happening. So mm-hmm. we have that frustration, and I'm just like, we have to do better at finding out what she wants. I tell I tell them like you can't like sometimes people talk to her, say something to her, and they're walking away. Mm-hmm. Here she doesn't know what they're saying. They're already gone. Like it's already turned, so you, she can't hear these things. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, um, so it's a little bit frustrating for me to watch. To watch that sometimes but we do like but we had uh butt heads uh, on how to approach even even getting the implant the surgery uh was like a i'm like i know for a fact that this is what she needs and he's like mm-hmm. oh we're still gonna research and i'm like if we can't make our people learn sign language we need we, like what makes you think like if we don't get this implant like people are really gonna learn sign language mm-hmm. right. so it's like we need this to because we're both hearing we want we would love our daughter to hear like mm-hmm. we hear that's not the case so right. um so it, it it's been a, a, a struggles here and there because i know what's best and i know he 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 wants to do what's best for her um but what does it take to get there um and most of the time is coming from from us i think right from because yeah. mom is like okay you know so yeah. It's it's we're still learning. We just had that break it thing just today. So <laughs> <laughs> parenting is is an ongoing class. It's a classroom that's always full, and it it's it is what it is. Like your your, yeah. your seat is never mm-hmm. vacant. We're always a student in um being a parent. So it's good that y'all have each other to to navigate this new space because it's mm-hmm. I imagine it's still pretty fresh for your family. Um, because your daughter yeah. is still so young, but kudos to you all for figuring it out. Thank you. Yeah, I love that. So what does um, self-care look like for you guys? For you, for your husband? What does self-care look like for you? A bath. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy, but we, we, we're really good about taking, like, 
I'm he went to take a probably a bath when this when this started, and I'm pretty sure he's still in there. Um, okay. And it's just to wind down. It's mm-hmm. just, and we in there. We like he likes to be on his phone sometimes. I don't even want to have any light. Mm-hmm. Um, there's TV in there if, if we want to watch TV or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just um, not a lot of going out, but we do try to just um, be in the moment. So if, mm-hmm. we, if the bath is all we can have, the bath we're gonna soak until. And especially when we, we go together we're like okay let's go in the tub and just relax yeah uh, and just like a good just, or yeah for him it's like he'll have like a, a drink like a little mm-hmm. uh, i don't know rum and coke or something like that uh and for me it's just uh just i like to sometimes if i can watch uh like a show or something mm-hmm. and i like to watch like old english stuff so something that takes me somewhere else that's yeah. not so. <laughs> so i don't have to think about all these things right now but yeah. for the most part we do we're very good about our baths and and just um you know he's like i just need to wind down with this drink oh, okay and then mm-hmm. just relaxing and just watching something nice a comedy or something you know right yeah mm-hmm. something light yeah something light that we can do like it's doable it's not like oh we got a plan for one saturday out of the month no we can do that (laughs) Mm -hmm. so um as we close out the conversation carmen um we want to give you space to um offer any advice to a mama or family who may have a child who's deaf uh what advice would you give to them um i mean i would do you we know our kids mm-hmm. and in the deaf community, there's a lot of different avenues on how to get to where you're going. And honestly, I had to set aside myself. I want my daughter to hear. That's not going to happen. But I saw as she was growing, I saw her gestures and her expressions and how she expressed herself. And I was like, okay. And she, I, she wasn't saying like mama, dad, you mm-hmm. know, milestones she was signing these things so i had to come to realization within myself and say you know my daughter needs to learn some asl because mm-hmm. of how she communicates so just being able to just watch your child and see how they pick up things some deaf children do not speak or or have any sound so you would think some people and some some people like to force the speaking um mm-hmm. just really be vulnerable with yourself and mm-hmm. figure out what your child needs. And then after that, um, find your community. And there's so much, there's so many resources out there, uh, especially in bigger cities like where I live. There's so many resources and the state provides a lot of different things uh, for uh, for you and your child. Uh, you just have to go out of your way. And a lot of times you're going to go out out of your way mm-hmm. 30 minutes an hour but you got to do everything you can to help your child thrive and yeah. they, they're normal kids they're super normal kids um they can do anything anybody else can do it's just going to take them a little bit longer because we forget that we need these ears mm-hmm. to communicate so mm-hmm. um it's something that i think we take advantage of people um yeah. but it's just it's hard your child's not broken, um, but 
you can get through it. This is this is something very small because life brings a lot of different things. You just have to figure out what's your journey and what's your path, and, mm-hmm. and then go from there. Uh, but but yeah, uh, and just finding connecting with other moms and other families who have gone through the journey. I haven't met somebody who's like, no, I can't help you. I'm not gonna help. Mm-hmm. You. Most of the time, we're here to help. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I haven't found anybody who shoot me off. Yeah, <laughs> love your perspective. Thank you, Carmen. Yeah, that was really good. So, I do have one last follow up question. So, do you speak Spanish as well? I you do speak, speak English and Spanish. Yes. Now, when you're talking to your youngest, do you speak both languages to her as well as sign or just English? Just English. And okay. People okay. always, people always, you know, do, do the girls learn, you know, Spanish? At one point in my life, I said I would love my girls to learn Spanish, but mm-hmm. when I was hit with this curveball, I mm-hmm. ASL was the next language that we right. all to learn. So. Yeah. Shout out our sponsors oh, for the show. Absolutely. Um, so we've been working really hard to get some sponsors and we're getting sponsorships, and this is so exciting. So our first sponsor is Selfie Skin Co. And we've actually been wearing their or excuse me, not wearing using <laughs> you see the glow? You see the glow? And so we're absolutely falling in love with this uh, skincare line. Absolutely. Um, so definitely give that a try. And then who's our next sponsor? We also have North 24. We actually we have some of them yeah, displayed here. I don't know if you all can see. Uh, but North 24 is, or North 24th, excuse me, is a natural cleaning line. Yeah. And their products smell so good. Yeah. What we have here is the lavender and patchouli like all-purpose all, all purpose cleaning and it is it, it smells so good and, and it works literally works so definitely give north 24th a try yes and selfie skin co yes we're glowing oh, oh, yes get yes <laughs> so we have a sponsor which is poised wine it's right here we have a sweet dry white wine and we also have uh, a sparkling rosé here mm-hmm. okay that's good. I was just curious about that. So with all that talk, friend, what are we drinking for mama's <laughs> juice? It sounds like we all need, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Now I'm thinking about a rum and Coke, Carmen. You said your, your husband likes rum and Coke. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's not what we're drinking today. Mm-hmm. Um, so this drink is, is called the Remix. And um, Devin actually came up with this name and we talked through the context of it and sometimes we we have to remix the way we parent right um and and the way you parent depends on your child and their needs right so just learning about Carmen and her her family's background and then also seeing her other babies on social media and just our personal experiences with I mean Devin has two kids that she has to navigate with how to parent. And while I only have one son, I have other children in my life that I sometimes serve as a parent figure to. And and there are certain things that I have to do differently, right, with those children. So we have to remix a lot of the way that we do things. And this drink was inspired by all of that. And um, what it has is, I'm going to start with the cocktail version, and then I'll, I'll do the mocktail. So the cocktail version has three ounces of passion fruit juice, uh, one and a half ounces of gin, 
and half an ounce of lime juice, a fourth an ounce of simple syrup, and it's topped off with club soda. And if you want to add garnish, you can. You can use fruit. You can use uh, mint. Y'all know I love mint. Um, <laughs> and then we, the mocktail version has the passion fruit juice, the lime juice, the simple syrup, and the club soda. Uh, and, and we call that drink the remix because we got to remix it. it up sometimes, right? <laughs> Do. Love that. So the next segment we have is Mama's Corner, and this is my favorite segment. So this is our opportunity to connect with our guests further, or like one of our listeners may write in and ask us a question. Um, But sometimes we are reflective, and I think this is a good um, one to be reflective with. So I do have an additional question for you, Carmen. And Mm -hmm. so I just want to know, you're very open on social media, which we love. Um, what keeps you going? What keeps your smile so bright? Like you're always smiling. Like ever since I've known you, you've been like a very smiley person. But I think with motherhood, it added like an additional smile. I don't know. I don't know how your <laughs> smile can get brighter than what it is, but you're always so positive. And I really love and admire that about you. So what keeps you going? The Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Gotta do it. <laughs> I I would not be here if and I am grateful for mm-hmm. every single breath. I wake up and I say thank you Jesus if anything. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. and it's because I cling on to the promises that he has for me and mm-hmm. I believe it. And so in through these trials and all these things that we've gone through, I could, I just think about the stuff that you know, gone through since early adulthood. Um mm-hmm. and I'm here and I'm breathing, I'm grateful because I've seen a lot of people go and, mm-hmm. I've seen, and I'm just like, we, I know we've seen a lot of people go and it's just like, man, that person was 35, 25, 30. And I'm just, I'm grateful for the breath. That's it. Things yeah. are hard. I'm not, I'm, I don't think I'm always positive, but things do get hard. I do get sad, um, but I'm grateful. And I tell him, you know, I tell God, I'm like, listen, remember me have mercy on me uh, you know and just breathe on me if anything mm-hmm. i saw a friend post and some and she goes sometimes you know the prayer that you ask is just for breath you don't you know we we ask for many different things like god help me through the situation but sometimes we just need your breath to get mm. through and maintain you know through the day so um honestly it's, it's just the lord that helps he you know and Having a good support system. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give credit to my husband too. Um, <laughs> he he works hard, um, and he's he's a, a he f- tries to figure out stuff, you know, and help me throughout the process as far as because you know he he works all the time. Um, he owns his own business, so he when he ever he's like, okay, what can we do to help? How do we do this? You know, um, so. But honestly, it's just the Lord. It, it, Sometimes my husband. <laughs> yeah. hey, both of those are great, right? We love the Lord and we love our husbands, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. That was so really it makes good. Sense, that was Carmen. really good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if oh, anyone wants great. to Yeah, it was. Um and, and Carmen, if there's anyone that would, you know, be interested in speaking with you about your experience and who may also share a similar story, how can they connect with you on social media, um, in, in any space? Well, they can follow me, um, got Manny's Ford, 
Um, and then also I have uh, a parent of uh, a, a parent page for uh, kids uh, like Florida kids uh, that are deaf, and I put every everything that I find I put on there. I don't okay. want okay. nobody to not know, and I share it on my page as well. I try my best to share it on my Facebook and sometimes on Instagram, but Instagram, you know, it's only pictures and certain things. But I do share it on my page um, as much as I okay. can. Any resource. Um, so people can, or message, people can always yeah. message me. I mean, I'm an open book. And is book. that, I'm not... is that a, a, a separate page from your personal page or is it uh, all on your personal page? The, the parent it, page that you mentioned. It's a, it's a separate page. I'm going to go and tell you what it is. No, it's okay. If you don't have it now, <laughs> yeah, we we'll can put definitely it in the put... description box. You know how many moms come on here and they don't know like their social media handle? So it's totally okay. We usually just put it in the description box. Yeah, I try to keep it just for... Uh, I put Florida. Uh, mm-hmm. There's one... Uh, not Because there's ones that are for like uh, internationally and nationally and things like that. But just for Florida... Uh, I tried my best to keep the resources for locally because mm-hmm. every state has something different, right? On where you can connect. So, okay, that's fair. We'll make sure well, we we'll share definitely that in the get that for, from you later on, and um, we'll share it with our listeners. Well, yeah. Carmen, this is great. Thank you so much for your time. We know you're a busy mama, and you have a lot going on. So we do appreciate you educating us about um, deafness and um, sharing your story with your about your daughter and your journey and your family so thank you for your time thank you so much for having me thank you (laughs) (laughs) jack could be anywhere on your thursday nights and you are kicking it with us at the real mama pod yes friend where can they find us on the socials they can find us wherever they like we are on instagram facebook twitter tiktok pinterest and we are at the real mama pod if you are curious about my life, I'm at Kendra Ferg underscore on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And I'm Kendra Ferguson on Facebook. Okay. And I'm mainly on Instagram. You can follow me at Dev Grace underscore. Mm-hmm. Um, check out our website if you want to know more about us. Yes. If you want some mama merch, yes. we're wearing our sweatshirts today. Yes. But we have other things on there. We also have rich auntie merch. So check us out. Yes. Uh, you can reach us at www. Dot. The real mama pod. <laughs> dot. Com. Uh, yes. And if you are listening to us, of course, we need your reviews. Rate, subscribe, yes. review us. We're on all major platforms yes. and YouTube. Please make sure you leave your review. Yes. We've been working hard on our videos. As you, If you started with us from day one, <laughs> you see it's just getting better with time. So continue to be patient with us. And we thank you. Yes. And one last thing. If you have something from Mama's Corner. Yes. (laughs) Please write my friend in Mama's Corner. Yes. You can write us at. Mama at therealmamapod.com. Yep. That's it. All right. (laughs) Until until next time. time. Bye. Bye.